queen. Are you ready to conquer the world while conquering people's hearts? To touch the soul of everyone that comes into touch with you and leave them at least 1% better? To step into your highest, most extraordinary version through learning about the things that truly matter when leading your empire? Then I warmly welcome you to the Queen of Hearts podcast. My name is Yasmin, call me YOYB, and I develop the human behind the label CEO. So without further ado, have a seat on your throne, let's dive into today's juice and make you a queen of hearts. What would you say, in what moments or when do you feel able to easily be patient for a longer time? When does patience come easy to you? I for me can say, when I know it is coming, it's easier for me to be patient. For example, when I ordered something on Amazon or literally any online store. And I know I have my estimated arrival date. I just know like I ordered it. I know it's coming. Like I'm not obsessing over it. Or when I booked a vacation or when I booked concert tickets. And I know it's like on this date, it's just like I, I know it's coming inevitably, right? So when the knowing is there for me personally, And I feel like most of you can also relate to that. So with the things you're impatient about, I want to ask you based on what I just shared, don't you know it's coming? Like, do you truly not know that they are coming? Because so often, and also in a lot of conversations I had with my clients or with peers, colleagues, other people like my trainers, my educators, my friends, like literally anyone, they are impatient when they aren't quite sure when things will arrive, if things will arrive, and when they feel out of control in a way. I don't know that it's not coming, but I don't actually trust that it's coming. Yes. Yes. And the question is, why not? Why don't you trust that it's coming? So when we're impatient, that's often, again, because we think we don't know if it's coming or when it's coming right and then is the then then my question like my thought process is like do I truly not know that it's coming and then the question is why not why do I tell myself that mm -hmm. and see how everything that you share in the chat really comes down to trust this universal bitch <laughs> is the main driver for us sometimes chickening out and that is an important question that comes next after why not why do I not know that it's coming like why not why am I telling myself that right the next question is important and it goes directly to your inner critic like I'm addressing your inner critic directly now so get them out and let them be asked by me how many of you have truly, if you're being 100% honest with yourself and approach yourself from a neutral perspective, not from an ultra critical one, right? How many of you have truly no idea how to make the things you want in your life work out? Like if you're being 100% true and honest, do you have truly no idea how? No, I do have an idea. Mm -hmm. No, I have the perfect idea. Exactly. Exactly. So, and now put that into contrast. How often? I do, but I don't like the idea. That's a different story. 
put it into contrast now. How often are you telling yourself, I don't know, when in reality you do know? So when in reality you do know what it takes, what you have to do, when we're going very, very specifically into business, you know how to create offers, you know how to launch, and you know how to sell them. When it comes to like the strategy, like every one of you, I'm 100% sure every one of you has been either in a course or studied it in some way or read a book about it or heard a podcast about it or whatever it is. And it's not rocket science. We all can agree on that. It is not rocket science, right? So if I'm being 100% honest to myself and I come up with the clarity of I actually know how to do these things and I actually know what to do, why am I telling myself I don't? Why am I telling myself I don't? And you've already shared some reasons in the chat. I, I keep telling myself I don't know because that's only logic that I must not know something because if I knew fully, then it would work out. But again, and this circles back to the beginning of this class, if knowing was enough, we all would be what comes after trillionaire but bazillionaires, infinitillionaires. So what I want you in order to become a big money match, that's what you're here for, right? In order for you to become a big money match, I ask you to ditch, I don't know, from your vocabulary when in fact you do know. Because you're playing yourself doing that. And coming up with, I don't know, most often your, I don't know, is an expression of insecurity of either it's not working out. So I relate that to me not knowing everything, or it's an expression of insecurity around that, that appears to be so big. And in comparison, I feel so, I feel smaller, like I'm putting things on a pedestal. So it's, so it's safer to tell myself there is no clarity because when there is no clarity, what happens when there is no clarity? I don't have to move. Ah, amazing. Amazing. No clarity. I can just like it. So I can make it so easy for myself to just stay where I'm at, to just stay stuck where I'm at exactly and live there happily ever after. How amazing, how easy that is. I just have to tell myself and my coaches, I don't know, and then nothing happens. <laughs> amazing, <laughs> right? Yeah, I said, I don't know, because I was afraid to be wrong. Exactly, exactly. And I want you to stop doing that because I, sure, there are things you don't know. There are things you don't know. There are things I don't know. If a quantum physicist or a construction engineer would ask me how to like what were the first five steps to to lay the foundation like the physical foundation to build a house then I would I would say I don't know because I truly don't know but then also every single time I say I don't know the question that follows is am I going to just leave it like that or am I going to do something about that because again becoming a big money match is also about being resourceful as fuck so my next level self, my next level version, would you just say, I don't know, and just leave it like that and wait until she knows or open up, opens up to knowing? No, she would not. What would she do? She would be resourceful. She wouldn't end the sentence at, I don't know. Her sentence would be, I don't know, but I'm going to find out. 
That is her attitude. And that is the attitude of a big money match. Not, I don't know, but I think I don't know, but I'm going to find out. And maybe even better, I think I don't know, but I'm going to find out within the next insert period of time, 24 hours, two hours, one week, one month, whatever it is. And even if your answer to the question of, do you truly not know how to come up with offers, create them, sell them, launch them, build a community? If you truly had no idea, what could you do? Like you could find that out. You could learn that in 12 weeks maximum. It doesn't take longer to, to learn the theory behind that. So what I want you to commit to from here and from now on, you can even put a hand on your heart and one in the air, say, I, and then your name, speak, say it with me. I don't care how weird you feel, you, you're going to do that. I, Jasmin Breden, commits to, from now on, not playing myself anymore by saying, I don't know, when in fact, I just avoid to move. From now on, I commit to doing what's required in order to live out and embody a big money match. And you can make it your daily practice to say that to yourself. And then also, I want to ask you, coming to the conclusion of, I don't know, actually being an illusion 99% of the times, because you also don't really move in areas or realms where you truly don't know about, because most often things you don't know about are very little of interest to you. And again, no one of you is a beginner. No one of you is a beginner. So you do know, you do know a lot of things. But again, if you know so many things, why aren't you fully 100%? And that goes to every one of us, because every one of us is playing small, no matter how big we feel. Um, everyone has their upper limits, right? So don't worry about that too much. But it's also about recognizing how much of my insecurity is actually a learned behavior or a learned response instead of my truth. And that's, this is a conversation I love to have with my clients. This is a conversation that always goes pretty deep because we can really much uncover how much of their insecurity or small behavior, whatever that means subjectively to you, how much of that is truly theirs, spoiler, very little to nothing of that versus how much of that is learned response? I personally had that, yes, with insecurity, but also a lot of, with a lot of like dysregulation or responding very stressed to things. Because <laughs> the common response I saw in my family, in my household, from my caregivers was that some things just needed to be a tiny bit outside of what we have planned. My mom would explode because she couldn't handle. She had no capacity. For changes, she had no capacity for things not going according to plan. She had no capacity for things not to be controlled by her. So what do you do? What do you do when that is what you grow up with? You learn that behavior. You learn that response. You take it into your adult life. And you live out those responses, those behaviors, without questioning them because why would you question something that is there for your whole entire life already but this is what it comes down to basically questioning everything not to keep you busy but to really identify where things aren't truly mine 
the things I took from people, like a coffee to go, like, right? Being stressed by even the tiniest things has never been my truth. It's been my mother's truth. And maybe it's not, it, it has not even been her truth, but her mother's truth. And so on and so forth. So actually what we're doing is that we're living out shit from, from generations prior to us and to ours that aren't even ours. And this is, and today is where we get to break up with that, right? So you can support yourself with a lot of rewiring work, with nervous system work, with all of these modalities that exist out there. Also, Kali, who's in here, is an exceptional person to go to and come to when it comes to really, really facilitating change from deeply within. We have a podcast episode together. You should absolutely listen to that because Kali is a gem. So that's that. So yeah, actually really get your glasses out and look at what, like whenever you catch yourself in a situation acting like your non-big money match self, ask yourself, is that mine? Is that my, like, is that response my truth? Or is it just like, a habit to respond that way. Do you know how deeply my life changed when I came to the conclusion that reacting with drama wasn't mine? And that is so simple, but that like, it shifted everything. Ever since such a deep wave of relaxation washed over me and ran through me, it's like, I couldn't even put that into words. And do you see how little we are up until this point are actually talking about physical and factual money in a big money match masterclass? Because again, I don't, I, I'm not sitting here to tell you have different bank accounts and different sub accounts and have one for private things and have one where you put 1% savings and have 1%, one for like 10% emergency. For like, I don't have to tell you those things. You, you're not coming to this class in order for me to tell you that. You can read a book on that. You can hear a podcast on that. This is not what this masterclass is about, right? You're not because like how many of you have truly became <laughs> a big money managed by having different bank accounts and then putting that person down and then um, if you've become a millionaire because of that congratulations that is super cool actually but then again that's not what you have to come for on a saturday morning midnight whatever and invest 60 to 90 minutes of your precious time right and it's going to be rather 90 minutes i can already see that with the time so how many of you Again, are living out responses that aren't fully theirs, that aren't truly theirs, that they learned that that just became a habit. That is number one, a big, big, big number one, well, lever or factor when it comes to becoming big money match. <laughs>